pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is going on? Welcome, Dan Bach, Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast for you here on this Thursday. Uh, Of course, we've got NBA basketball to talk about, but, you know, we also have another weekend of Daily Fantasy football, and I think the best weekend uh, that we've got left here, because next weekend, two games late, it's fun to watch. Yeah, you'll fire some teams, but I think your edge is maybe dropped a little bit, but uh, I'm going to talk a little uh, Daily Fantasy football for you as well today, since it's only a small, tidy little three-game slate for us in the NBA. That should be pretty quick, easy, and straightforward. Uh, big thanks to our friends over at Fantasy Draft, too. Uh, Got to give them credit. I really liked what they did last night on the big full slate starting at 7.30 instead of 7, especially after that uh, just kind of crazy roster lock that we went through yesterday. So much news. You know, that's the uh, the bad thing about doing a podcast early in the day is it's uh, a lot of the information you put out not quite as useful without having the totality of what's going on with the news. So that's why we have Grinders Live. That's why we got Crunch Time. That's why we're on XM. Uh, But hopefully you're still finding this a good basis for your research. And sometimes we can kind of speculate on some of those injuries, but obviously the Steph Curry, Clay Thompson situation last night, we had no idea that was going to happen and uh, really kind of turned the slate upside down and kind of got me flustered. I didn't have a good day yesterday. I didn't uh, didn't manage to uh, to hit necessarily in the right values. I had some Ekpe Udo. I had some Bam. But uh, good old Jawan Evans let me down. Oh, can we go back to the well today? We'll, we'll see. Uh, but let's open it up, though, talking NFL today because, uh, again, the slate starts on Saturday. Uh, if you haven't played over on Fantasy Draft, check them out this weekend. think you'll enjoy their roster build. And, uh, again, last weekend for you know really big tournaments, although there, I'm sure there will be big two-game tournaments again next week. But uh, I like this week a tad bit more. Uh, we'll go through positions, uh, give you my kind of uh, feeling on things. Now, uh, Tom Brady is interesting. Um, he's a guy who just has not been – uh, very good as of late. There's no question about it. I mean, this the the later the latter half of the year, he didn't have those those monstrous fantasy games that we saw earlier in the year. We'll see if he ends up getting the uh, getting the MVP. But the last four games, he uh, didn't throw for 300 yards once. Uh, did have a four touchdown game against Miami, but the final three games against uh, let's see Pittsburgh um, or excuse me Buffalo. Uh, Pittsburgh and Miami. Oh, sorry, my computer just decided to 
go away from me. I think he only had two touchdowns in one of those games, and that was in that matchup versus Buffalo. Yeah, so uh, actually final, let's look at these. Let me just get this straight. Final one, two, three, four, five games. Sorry, final five games he didn't throw for 300. Uh, now he gets a date with Tennessee, who it just gives up a ton of big passing yards. Like, they just do not have uh, a particularly great defense. Now, can they get pressure on Brady's the question. That's really the the one thing that I can't that I think can slow things down here. But uh, honestly, I'm actually kind of comfortable at going back to him at low ownership here, just because I think this is uh, a motivational spot. Number one, I mean, all this stuff that came out on ESPN, I think it matters. I, just the same way that I think that you know after Brady got suspended, it mattered. And when you combine that with a plus matchup. Uh, I have a tough time not playing him. You know, his salary is, what, 7K over there on DraftKings. We've got him at 20% ownership. I will happily be over the field and see if I can't get three, maybe four touchdowns from Tom Brady. The question you run into, though, is, like, if they get a lead, do they just salt it off? But that's not really what they do. I mean, they don't have that that running game to, to do that. Now, obviously, you've got Deion Lewis, who's been good. Burkhead might be back. But I think this is a statement game for New England. I think they thrash Tennessee in this game. And uh, Tom Brady, probably my favorite quarterback of the week, simply because everybody else, I I believe, just has better defenses that they're dealing with. Uh, If I'm picking number two here for me, I'm probably going to go down to Case Keenum against New Orleans at home. Again, this is the... Uh, the second highest total that we have on the slate, second highest team total, so maybe not going out on a limb with this one. But the thing I like about with Keenum is I think he and Thielen make a great combo here because I have a feeling that we're going to have Stefan Diggs on the outside. Thielen's going to be going from the slot. We've seen him do that more lately, and uh, I feel like this is a spot for him to get right against New Orleans because he's obviously been down. The price has come back a little bit. So uh, Keenum and Thielen uh, combo is one that I'm going to be playing a lot here today. And I think in this slate, too, you got to look at some correlations here, especially with the kind of the makeup of some of these teams. And, like, if you're playing Thielen – uh, and you're playing Keenum, it doesn't make any sense to be running Mark Ingram in that lineup. Uh, clearly, I think the guy you would want is is Alvin Kamara. And uh, I think on the flip side, if you're playing a Drew Brees, uh, which I don't love this week, but if you're playing him, you know, Latavius Murray's the guy you're going to probably want as, you know, he's the, the, uh, the running back who's probably going to be in there when they're falling behind. So um, take note of those things. But for me, number one, Tom Brady. Number two is going to be Case Keenum because um, I really like that combo that, uh, that him and Thielen together. Uh, I'm not writing off Roethlisberger. I'm a Jags fan. I love the Jags. I'm also very nervous about this game because this. typically I love to walk in there and feel like, oh, Pittsburgh is coming in confident. They destroyed us during the regular season. They think it's going to be a cakewalk. The fact of the matter is the Jags defense destroyed them earlier this season. Ben threw five interceptions. Le'Veon Bell got 15 carries. It was a mess. And I think clearly you're going to have a Pittsburgh team uh, come in with a chip on their shoulder, going against a, a Blake Bortles, who admittedly at times this season looked confident, uh, looked like, you know, a top almost 10 quarterback in this league, 
but he hasn't looked anything remotely like that for about the past month now. And that's a really scary proposition going on the road game here and playing Pittsburgh, who um, I just I just don't feel good about this game. Uh, I really don't. And if you want to throw some Ben, ben shares out there, you can do it. Um, I think they're going to probably run the ball a little bit more uh, than they did last time they played Jacksonville here today. But I think the short passing game to Le'Veon Bell is really where you're going to see them exceed. So uh, don't hesitate to put Le'Veon and uh, Ben Roethlisberger together in your lineups today. But uh, obviously that Jags defense, incredible. I hope they get the win, but I'm inc- you know very, very nervous about that one. Um Foles versus Matt Ryan. This is a game which I uh, think is going to be an ugly game. I don't think we're going to see much scoring in this one. I'd actually rather play Big Ben over either of those two guys. And then Breeze this week. Loved him last week at home. Minnesota rested with this defense. Uh, This is a bad spot, I think, because the Breeze, he loves to look to Michael Thomas. He is his number one target. He, I don't want to say his only target, but He's also going to be the guy who's going to get Xavier Rhodes' defense here. And Xavier Rhodes has been one of the most elite corners in football. So, like, for me, if I'm playing Breeze, you know, you want to play Michael Thomas. I get it. But looking at Ted Ginn, Alvin Kamara might be a guy to consider. Although, you look at Minnesota, they've done pretty well against receiving running backs. Just don't think this is the best spot here for New Orleans. Hey, I've got a future bet on them to uh, win the Super Bowl. I hope they do it, but I'm not too confident about either of my two teams, New Orleans or Jacksonville, this weekend. All right, let's go over to the running back spot. And again, Le'Veon Bell's priced up, but I think he's going to get a lot of work in that pass game where you're probably going to want to roster him here today. And obviously, Derrick Henry with no DeMarco Murray. We've seen what he does with volume. I do think there's a a very legitimate chance that New England gets such a large lead that, you know, he's kind of phased out of the offense more than we saw last week. Um, Now, clearly... You know, he's a guy who, if the game is close, he's going to get volume. They're going to shorten the game. It makes a lot of sense. But I just don't see that Tennessee defense being able to do that this week to Tom Brady. And that worries me a little bit with uh, Derrick Henry. We've got him projected at 32% on DraftKings. I might go a little bit under that because I actually think that might be low. I think a lot of people will be chasing what we saw last week. So... Uh, for that reason, probably be a little bit under on Derrick Henry. And Fournette, I mean, his volume has been as good as we've seen uh, all season long. I mean, he's been in like over like almost 90% of the snaps over the last two weeks. The problem is he's not producing on those snaps. Uh, this game against Pittsburgh, I think Jacksonville wants to slow it down. They probably want to grind it out just a little bit. Hopefully their defense can make some plays. Uh, I'm fine with him as a pivot off of Derrick Henry here. And I know it sounds laughable with the way that we saw things go last week. And to be honest, you know, um, it's not like New England's defense is phenomenal versus the run by any measure. But uh, I think Fournette, I'll be overweight. I think Henry, I'll be underweight. Now, the guy that I I think I'm going to go to here today, I think Jay Ajayi at 4,600 versus Atlanta is a guy that I'm going to have heavy exposure to. I just don't think these other running backs are any good, and I think they know it. And I think they're they're really going to lean heavily on Ajayi and that running game because they don't want to put it in Nick Foles' hands to win this game if they don't have to. He's only 4,600 over there 
on DraftKings. Really love that price on him. 67 on FanDuel, 9,900 on Fantasy Draft. So Ajayi is going to be my kind of outside-the-box pick. And, you know, 17% ownership. Maybe it's not that outside-the-box, but uh, I think he finds the end zone this week and uh, a guy that I'd definitely be playing if you're playing cash games on DraftKings where you can roster three running backs. So like him a good bit. Lewis should be fine, especially it looks like Burkhead might be still favoring that uh, that leg a little bit. So if you want to go there, you can do it. He's a 6,600. Um, probably going to get, you know, just a ton of work in this game. So, yeah, I'm fine with Deion Lewis, obviously, as well. Uh, again, if I want a Saints running back, it's going to be Kamara. Ingram's really fallen off, and we've seen it in his salary. We've seen it in his opportunities here. He's 5,600. I feel like DraftKings is begging you to play him over there. I'm not going to do it. Kamara's the preferred Saints um, running back for me. And I don't have a problem, again, running him back against maybe some of those Keenum stacks just because I just don't know that Michael Thomas is going to be able to get that much done this week versus Xavier Rhodes. As for the wide receiver spot, you know, Antonio Brown versus Jacksonville. They actually had a really good game versus Jacksonville, but they also threw the ball way more than they're probably going to want to do in this one. He is coming off an injury, but he's kind of priced down a little bit on DraftKings, at least at 8,100. I think over on FanDuel, he's still 9K. Fantasy draft at 17K. Um, I, I think I think I'd probably I'm fine with Antonio Brown. I I think I prefer Julio Jones over the two, um, but I don't know if you have to roster either of these two guys. I, I think this spend up is at running back with. Definitely Le'Veon and potentially Kamara. And because you look at these two games, totals of 41 at an 81 and $7,900 receiver, it's hard to get excited about. Now, Thielen, he's 7,600 over on DraftKings. And on FanDuel, he's 7,400. Really like him over there on FanDuel at that price savings. Again, he's a guy uh, I think has a big game here this week, hopefully coming out of the slot if they're smart. Uh, Cooks. You know, Tennessee doesn't give up a lot of big plays. We said that last week, and then Tyreek Hill kind of went ham. But I think Tyreek Hill has a little bit more burst than Brandon Cooks does. Uh, if I'm multi-entering GPPs, I'll have, have him in some stacks with Brady, of course. But I, I don't think he's a cash game play for us here today. Ted Ginn did it last week. Broke one loose. Um, I love that matchup against Carolina. Had him all over the place. Still cheap at 5.8K. I think we're fine there. But if you're looking for more safety, I'd rather go to, down to Sanu at 57 My lower dollar receivers I like. Nelson Aguilar coming out of the slot. We saw Cooper Cup do it last week. I think Aguilar does it again this week at under 5K. I think Rashard Matthews has a bit of a bounce back here. You know, most of uh, the work last week seemingly went to, you know, Decker, Corey Davis. You know, uh, he was kind of the lost guy out there. Uh, I think that changes this week. The price dropped on him a little bit. And if what I think is going to happen happens, uh, Tennessee's going to need to throw the ball. So uh, I think Rashard Matthews is my preferred target there um, in that mid 4K range. And then the low fours into the threes, uh, Danny Amendola at 4,100 against Tennessee. I look for good volume here for him today. I don't trust Chris Hogan even if he comes back and decides to play here. And, um, and yeah, I think he's just too cheap, a guy who could catch like seven, eight balls. Brady just wants to get it out so he doesn't have to deal with Tennessee pressure. Look for Amendola to have a nice game here. 
Uh, and Decker and Davis, I mean, both these guys are fine. I, I had shares of both of them last week, willing to go back there again. Don't know if I prefer one over the other. Probably Eric Decker a little bit more um, over Corey Davis, but both those guys are in play. Uh, and then at tight end, you know, obviously if you can get Gronk, he works. On FanDuel, it's really tough at that price. He's like over 8K there. 7,100 on DraftKings. I haven't gone into too deep of DraftKings builds, but I think you can make it work. But it's probably going to be hard to get Le'Veon Bell, Tom Brady, and Gronkowski together. So you're going to have to make some sacrifices along the way. Uh, Delaney Walker. Uh, he's fine uh, against New England. Love the salary on him. But I think Kyle Rudolph is a guy who definitely is probably going to get overlooked here. Gets a ton of looks inside the 10-yard line. And I told you, I'm on Case Keenum. So if I'm on Case Keenum, might want to play some receivers. And Kyle Rudolph's the guy I got my eye on. So uh, there you go. Those are some of the guys that I am building my lineups around today. Let's get on over to Hoops for tonight. Again, we got an afternoon game like in London, I believe. Man, London loves these American sports, I guess. But um, we're not going to talk about that game because a lot of you won't even hear that. We're going to get into the three-game slate tonight. And uh, a lot of stuff for us to uh, to kind of look at here in regards to uh, injuries. Now, we got an 8 o'clock start tonight, so take note of that one. But uh, Kyle Lowry still not going to play. We're going to have... Um, Serge Ibaka having a suspension. Uh, C.J. Williams, he got hurt last night for the Clippers, so they get even more thin. I'm not sure about George Hill. I got to believe he's going to be back in the lineup here today for uh, Sacramento. I think he was out because his wife had a baby, but he's been out a while. So it says he didn't play on Tuesday. I'll be surprised if he doesn't come back and play today. But those are kind of the uh, injury things that we are looking at. Uh, let's get into the positional analysis. We'll start at point guard here tonight. And uh, again, DeLon Wright going back to that well. And uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. 5,700 on FanDuel, 4,900 on DraftKings, 11-2 on Fantasy Draft. You know, 29 minutes, 31 fantasy points. Uh, he's going to play big minutes. Cleveland, not a great defensive team. Everything kind of adds up for him to be uh, back into our lineups here today. Um, uh, Jawan Evans, you know, we got to keep our eye on Teodosic. If he is out, you know, Evans, he didn't really perform to the level I would have hoped but uh, all in all, the shots just weren't falling. I mean, he was, look at what happened for him last night. He was three for 12 from the field, uh, only shot two free throws, three rebounds, six assists with zero steals and zero blocks, a couple of turnovers. Uh, I think he can shoot better than three for 12, but especially if CJ Williams is out, that's just another guard. It's just going to be super thin back there. And he played 38 minutes, uh, again, played 39 minutes. On the eighth, you know, this is a third and four nights here. Tough spot maybe for um, for the Clippers to pick up the W after the big one that they had last night. But uh, I still think Jawan Evans is a guy we can look at. But the price starting to creep up a little bit at 5,100 on FanDuel, 5,300 on DraftKings, and 10,9 on Fantasy Draft. And, you know, we've got, you know, it's funny because you can look at Isaiah Thomas. I mean, again, he's so still limited in minutes, but I'm curious to see, you know, when they're going to start ramping him up to like 25. So if he's at 25 minutes, uh, I can play him at 5,400 over a Jawan Evans playing 35 minutes, uh, 5,800 on DraftKings, 11, six on fantasy draft. I don't know that we're going to see that, 
But I do expect a much better effort here from Cleveland after they got completely embarrassed the other night. Uh, we got to keep our eye on the situation um, around the uh, San Antonio Spurs today. Tony Parker, game-time decision, doubtful to play in Thursday's game. That could open up uh, playing time for G Deontay Murray or Patty Mills. So uh, all those guys I, I like. And then, you know, Van Vliet. A lot of people went there the other night. I didn't. Uh, I didn't love the spot. The minutes did not really tick up for him at 19. He was fine in those 19 minutes at a fantasy point per minute. I just don't know that they want to play him 25-plus minutes. They just don't do that that often. So at 3,600, I'd probably rather play a Murray at 38, a Mills at 4K uh, over a Van Vliet for me if I'm looking at fan dual salaries. Uh, over at shooting guard, we've got Lou Williams coming off a 50-burger last night. Went absolutely ham. Uh, had him in a few spots, but probably not enough. Uh, it's hard to bounce back. We've seen guys go for 50 burgers and then have a really tough outing the next day. Uh, played, you know, obviously 35 minutes, 40 minutes the night before that uh, on the 8th. So, again, uh, third and four nights back-to-back -back here and travel up to Sacramento. But with that said... Salary is still at 8,900. There's enough value pieces out there to make it work. So plugging him and DeMar DeRozan at your shooting guard spot, probably going to be the, the ideal play today. But keep your eye on Tyrone Wallace as well at shooting guard. He could get a tick up in minutes here with C.J. Wallace's injury. In fact, he played 34 minutes last night and gave you 41 fantasy points. Uh, now, again, that was in a much faster-tempoed game that he's going to face today. Sacramento does not play fast, but... Uh, if Teodosic is out, I mean, there's just a limited number of guards that they have that they're willing to play. So Wallace might see uh, a good bit of playing time here today. So don't mind him one bit. Over at small forward, we're playing LeBron James uh, today, 11-5 against Toronto. Again, tough against wings typically, but he's LeBron and I think, uh, you know, an embarrassed LeBron after the game the other night. So I look for him to have uh, a big game tonight. Uh Wes Johnson came off the bench. I don't know what happened. Only, you know, played 32 minutes against Atlanta last night, played 15 minutes. So didn't really uh, get in that rotation a little bit yesterday. So I think he's going to be too dangerous to play. We actually saw Sam Decker uh, play 20 minutes, give you 17 fantasy points. But until we would see him in a role would get him 30, I think we can pass. Uh, yes, the Spurs play good defense, and Brandon Ingram has been slumping, but at least the salary on him has dropped significantly uh, recently, I think that puts him a little bit more in play today. So uh, I don't mind him at that small forward position. Let's see, 6,600 is the number on FanDuel and uh, 66 on DraftKings, 12-3 on Fantasy Draft. So FanDuel looks like the spot. He's dropped 400 in price over there, uh, 200 in price over on DraftKings. So uh, keep your eye on that. Um, Kyle Anderson, again, just limited in upside. Like, it can get you 25 fantasy points, but I don't know if I'd play him in tournament lineups just because I just don't think there's any upside on him at all. But, again, pretty straightforward day, I think, in terms of our build. Uh, over at Power Forward, uh, Pascal Siakam. Good chance he is going to, uh, you know, get starters minutes here with Abaka out, and he is 3,500 against Cleveland tonight. So, uh, if we can project him into the upper 20s today, price per dollar wise, you're gonna it's gonna be tough to uh, you know 
beat Pascal Siakam, believe it or not, today. Um, at the power four, other power forwards for us, we've got to keep our eye on Blake Griffin. He would play. It would be interested to play him today, maybe against Sacramento. Again, not the pace game that I like, but definitely fresh legs for him here as he hasn't played the last couple of games with that concussion. Um, Aldridge really juiced up in the salary. A great matchup here versus the Lakers. But, but, uh, I don't know if I can play 9,900 for Lamar LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, he's been over 40 in five and four consecutive, but he needs to get over 50 at that price, and he's only done that once. So, uh, I think he's just too expensive for me. Let's see what he is on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. 85 on DraftKings, 15.5 on Fantasy Draft. Much more in play over there than on FanDuel. Um, Montrez Harrell played pretty solid minutes yesterday. Uh, 25, 7 of 13 from the field, 7 rebounds, 0 blocks, which is unusual for him. Usually gets a couple of those. Could be a, a good salary saver on a pivot off of Cam, who we can probably expect to garner you know, major ownership here. And then lastly, uh, Zach Randolph, his salary continues to drop down to 4,900. And the thing about it is played, again, low minutes last game at 22, but took 12 shots, only made two of them, did grab you 12 rebounds. So if he gives you, I don't know, 7 of 12 shooting, um, maybe picks up a steal or an assist, like he is right where we need him to be to make value. I think the salaries dropped low enough uh, on FanDuel at 4,900 that we can play him. DraftKings, uh, I think there's other options to go with. I'd love to see Kyle Kuzma get back into the mix here, but... Um, just minutes really aren't there. Uh, 25 or less in three consecutive. So I need to see it before I play it. And then lastly, at the center position, Pau Gasol. I am back on board with Pau. Got me really nervous in that Sacramento game on the back-to-back. -back. And uh, I am happy to uh, see him, uh, you know, with a couple more days rest and – Fully expecting him to play well here against the Lakers. He's probably your go-to center spot here tonight. I don't trust Kevin Love. I mean, maybe a good spot for him to get back. But, man, he looked so bad the other day and hasn't played great with the return uh, of Isaiah Thomas. So, 67, begging you. I mean, he's the same price as Julius Randle. I think he's worth a shot in GPPs, but I think the straight cash game play is going to be playing Pau Gasol tonight. Um and then DeAndre Jordan told you last night, didn't really trust that matchup versus uh, Golden State. They've done well against him. And uh, earlier this year against Sacramento, not bad. 33 fantasy points in just 26 minutes for him. So if he gets those mid-30s minutes, uh, I think we could have a pretty good performance from him. But the salary didn't really drop too much on that one at 88 on FanDuel, 84. And fantasy draft 15-7. Um, probably not looking there. Valanchunas, the price is really up on him. He was like 4,900 the other day, and now he's 62. Um, maybe gets a bit more run now with uh, Ibaka out. I think on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, you can consider him. On uh, FanDuel, just give me Pau Gasol. So there you go. That's the rundown for you of both NBA for tonight and um, the football coming up this weekend so good luck in all your contests thanks to fantasy draft sponsoring this show we're gonna got we're gonna have some cool promos with them around golf hint hint wink wink i think down the road so uh hoping that's gonna come to fruition and uh and we'll also um 
continue to, you know, hopefully you check them out. I think you'll enjoy their product, doing some great things, and uh, catch this early in the morning. Lock today, noon, for golf. So get on over there to fantasy. i got to build a fantasy draft team. i got to do that after this podcast today. Uh, I'll be back on Tuesday. I'm out Friday and uh, out on Monday, so I'll be back on Tuesday. Good luck to all of you guys in your contests, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. See you, everybody. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts, you can get $25 or more off brand new DeWalt power tools by trading in your old ones. You know, those worthless tools you never use anymore? Yeah, those dusty things can actually save you at least $25 on new DeWalt power tools. Hmm, not so worthless after all. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 63019.